This week on the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, we're going to kind of follow up on last week's topic where we talked about being stuck in marriage, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper and kind of go into the whole trap of if only. And a lot of times in our marriage, we just get kind of stuck in that place of thinking if only. If only we could make it to the next season. If only we were like them. If only we had this. If only my spouse would do this then we wouldn't be stuck where we are. So stay tuned, and we'll talk about all of that and more. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We're so glad to be with you and looking over there at you looking so good in your new headphones. I have new headphones. You know, if you follow us and have been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you know that Heather often whines about her <laughs> about her podcast, uh, not her podcast, her headphones. Because you had nice Yeah, ones. well, you know, when we didn't know how, I don't even want to say successful, but, you know, we just didn't know how the whole podcast thing was going to go. We didn't know how much go. we needed to invest in this that's equipment. Right. That's right, that's mm-hmm. right. So we, we had some cheap headphones, mm-hmm. and they were bad. And so I got a set because I thought, let's, you know, let's get one nice pair and see how they do. And they were awesome, but I didn't really tell you how awesome they were. Oh, you just kept amazing. on, you just kept on with the other ones, and you kept going. I can't hear, and I'm thinking, well, I'm hearing fine. <laughs> so we bit the bullet, yep. and I ordered and I, you a and pair. And they're beautiful. They're pink. Yep, they're pink. If you don't follow us on um, Facebook, Instagram, I'll probably post that picture. I took a cute little picture of you wearing your new little I headphones. I tried to so, do duck lips in my picture, and you were like, don't do that. Smile. Yeah, yeah them duck lips are... They're cute. It's like... That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Our niece does duck lips all the time, mm-hmm. and she's always cute. But it's funny, especially mm-hmm. when your dad was making mm-hmm, fun of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. We we stepped back a little bit. Okay, so um, hey, we we're looking forward to today's topic because it's a little bit um, of we're going to dive a little deeper into last week's discussion. Last week we talked about being stuck. If you have not listened to last week's episode, we would encourage you to go back and listen to that because we just kind of talked about how it's so easy to just kind of be in a spot in your marriage where you know you're just kind of okay with where you are and it's not really a fulfillment it's not really bringing you joy you're just stuck and sometimes I think we do get in that situation where we just think well we're better than average so Mm -hmm. we're just fine and and then you know we talked about how people sometimes are scared because they don't want to put in the work to Mm -hmm. make it better and they think well that's too hard let's just and it's so worth it and I think one big part of being stuck is to get into the trap of if only. Mm-hmm. So you sort of brought this up today, which was 
awesome. And I know, I think a lot of times we we springboard off of sermons that we hear, mm-hmm. but we, we heard a sermon, um, and this was a part of it, but it wasn't necessarily just, it wasn't mm-hmm. about marriage necessarily. Right. Um, it was just a small part of the, the sermon, but it just had us thinking about what we were already thinking about mm-hmm. and how that whole comparison and you know, moving on, if we could just get past this, then we'll, you know, all of that. So I don't know, what what was it that kind of just, because you brought it up to me at this topic, and I was just curious what kind of spurred this on. Yeah, well, you know, I think a lot of times um, I, from reading people's messages or talking to people on the phone or through Zoom, I hear a lot of times that if we could just get through this stage or if we could just get through this season. And of course, a lot of the the things that we hear are people who are having like major issues and they're just like, if we could get past this, then things would be better. Or, um, you know, if we could just... Um, get to a sweeter spot, then we could, you know, make things better. And I, and I remember, just to make this a little bit more personal, I can remember feeling this way a ton um, in parenting. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'll just talk about that for just a minute, but then when I shifted and started looking at it, through the lens of marriage, it was just really eye-opening to me. So to just backtrack a little bit to the parenting stage, I can remember when Luke was itty-itty, itty-bitty. And the newborn stage was neither one of our favorites. Now, there's a lot of people out there that love the newborn stage because all they do is lay and sleep and, you know, eat. Mm -hmm. And it's just... but. it just was hard for us. Yeah, um, I wanted to play. I, know, I was like, like, "Hey, don't we you got to roll a ball. We got a toy. Let's play." <laughs> exactly. It was like I had a new toy. I wanted to play with it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They didn't want to play for a while. That's right. That's boring. Right. Uh huh. And so, like, newborn stage was just it wasn't very easy for us. And I remember thinking, if we could just get to the stage where he can sit up or walk or if he could tell me what was wrong, you know, mm-hmm. like, because they're crying and you're like, you're clean, you're fed. I, you know, I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it just became the next stage. I just anticipated being better. Mm-hmm. Now I will say that on this side of it, each stage literally is better mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are in the, um, in the itty bitties of parenting right now, literally every stage is better. But I, but I think, so, I do think that that is because of the way that we approached it, because I think some people look back and they go, man, you know, it was so much easier when they were, you know, uh, like kid t- you know smaller kids but then when they became teenagers and yeah. there's some people that like we would never go back to them being teenagers because they were awful yeah. or whatever and yeah, yeah. and so i do think and some of that may just be you know the kids themselves sure. i mean That's true. we had That's good true. kids yeah. and but anyway we do uh, all of that kids. i'm just i'm just saying there are probably some people that are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It wasn't every stage was better than the yeah. one before. I was trying to give hope to these people who have the itty bitties. Because well, that season's hard. Well, there is hope because for us, yes, it was. Yeah. It, it was every stage was was better. And and my goodness, it wasn't because we did really good no. in the stage that we were in, mm-mm, which, mm-mm, mm-mm. you know, it wasn't that at all. It was just... Um, 
the grace of God. Let's put Absolutely. it that way. So, well, and you know, I'm walking with some other parents through even te- these teenage seasons. And there are times that we talk and, are, and we're like, this ain't for the faint at heart. Mm-hmm. Like parenting is hard. And uh, my point in saying all of this is that each stage was bringing new challenges and different challenges. And as a parent, I would just say, oh, if they could just walk, if they could just. And then that got me thinking about back, like my whole life. Like I, if I could just get out of high school, mm-hmm. you know, like. And, if I could just get out of college. If yes, I could just, just get, get a job. job. If, if I could just, just get, get married, married, you know. And, mm-hmm. and like. If I could just have a kid. Yeah. Our marriage would be better. Right. Right. And the, and the, if I could just, they, they, you kind of wish away your life Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. trying to get to the next stage. And so whether that's, you know, I don't, I doubt we have any teenagers listening to us because it's a marriage podcast. Um, so, you know, I think that all of us have gone through those, those stages, but if you can take a minute to think back on your life, did you do that? Like, did you go through those thoughts of if I could just get through high school, if I could just get through college, if I could just, then it's going to be better. Then it's going to be better. Then it's going to be better. And then you do the same thing in parenting. And guys, I think if we can flip down our lens of marriage and look at that same thought process, I think we do it all the time Mm -hmm. in our, in our marriage. And every one of those stages, I feel like what you're really doing is you're delaying the, the work Oh, let's say, okay, because we just, we just did a podcast a few weeks ago about marriage not being hard work, but requires attention. Right. And in the same way, when you're going through all these different seasons and stages, sometimes I think that you just delay your mm-hmm. delay the attention that it needs because you're like, well, this is, you know, I I'm not enjoying <laughs> this. This is too hard. So I'm just going to wait until the next one. Right. And then when that happens, there becomes more challenges that you have right. to um, that you have to deal with. And so you're just delaying and instead of giving it the attention of that season and then making that because you give it that attention during that season, mm-hmm. then that season becomes more joyful. Right. Right. And, and the I, best one yet. <laughs> yeah. And then when you do move into the next one, then you're you're already prepared because you know what it means to give attention to that specific area, that specific season. So yeah, all of that going towards your marriage, I think it's the same way because you can easily get get into this trap of just if only and then you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to write write this off, like right. write this season off and I'm going to cruise through until we get to the next season. Right. Um I mean, because like really even for us, it would be easy for us to be in that season right now because mm-hmm. we're less than two years away from being mm-hmm. an empty nest. Mm-hmm. Both one kid's going to be out of college and, and the other one's going to be in college. And if we didn't invest right now and we just were like, okay, let's cruise on mm-hmm. out of here because when and then when they're gone, we'll work more on our marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've given up a year and a half right. of what could be a year and a half of great marriage. Right, right. And I think that, I mean, and I know our focus is marriage, but I think we need to look at it too in in all of those areas. It'd be real easy for us to be like, you know what, one's, almost, one's 
fixing to go into a senior year in college. We got one senior in high school. We we kind of done, and we don't mm-hmm. even really have to invest anymore mm-hmm. in them. And we would never say that, right? Like we would never say that. Like it is still so important for us to invest there. And so it's the same thing with marriage. Mm-hmm. It's so important to us for us to invest in our marriage in every single stage instead of saying, hey, in two years, we're going to be kid kid free. Then we can really work on mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm just saying what you just said a different way. Yeah. But, it's, but I just want to make sure that that connection is made because I think that it, it is so easy for people to say, I'm going to cruise through this season mm-hmm. or not even really cruise through it, but I'm going to, hold my breath until it's over. Yeah. You know, like when you have itty bitties, your marriage is hard. You have to, I mean, like you have to, because you have less time to focus on your marriage, you have to make time to focus on your Mm -hmm. marriage. And instead of being purposeful in that, it would be so much easier to just go, you know what? I'm just going to hold my breath until this season's over. And then I'll reconnect with Mm -hmm. my wife. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work like that. You're, you're either moving towards or you're moving away. Mm -hmm. There's no standstill. There's no stuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, and I, I do think that a lot of times, I mean, we did talk about this a little bit when we talked about being stuck, that, you know, is it possible to, you know, a lot of people say you're either moving closer to God or you're moving away from mm-hmm. God, but is it possible to just kind of be stuck? And right. Yeah, probably so, a little bit indifferent. But as you're indifferent, you're definitely moving away. Absolutely, you're and drifting. S- you're drifting, and mm-hmm. so in the same way, you could say we're just stuck. We're not getting better or getting worse. But as you're stuck in your marriage, you you are you're drifting towards getting worse mm-hmm. That's because right. you're not drift. You don't drift towards being better right. at marriage. That's right. I mean, you have to actually put in some work. You know, you think about the being out um, in the ocean mm-hmm. and and you think you're in one spot. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times have we done that? Mm-hmm. Just playing out in the water, mm-hmm. and you know, when you look up, you like, never. Crap, have, where's our stuff? <laughs> yeah, where in the world? You never drift like back to your stuff. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't get up and go, "Whoa, I'm back at my towel." <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like you all of a sudden look up and you, even if you haven't tried, if you yeah. have not tried to stay close mm-hmm. to your stuff and your mm-hmm. umbrella and your chairs, yep. you look up and you're like, whoa, I am, where is, yeah, where's yep. my stuff? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, even if you're not, if you're just drifting along, you're definitely drifting away. Right, right. Um, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. There may be somebody out there that goes, oh, no, one time I drifted yeah. and I landed right on my towel. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Good so. for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't, yeah. You don't get a chance to That's talk right. on our podcast. <laughs> this is our podcast. Um, but I, so we sort of camped out here a little bit because that was, you know, the if only we could get past this mm-hmm. stage to the next stage. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned having the kids and I mean, I think even sometimes we th- we think, man, you know, I'm so tired, like my job, you know, my job makes me so tired and it makes me not be able to invest in my marriage. So then it becomes, if only I had another job mm-hmm. and you start thinking, I'll just wait until I get a new position and then everything's going to be great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or make more money. Yeah, or when you get to our age, you know, maybe you do start sort of thinking, I mean, we got a long way till we retire, but, you know, right. but you do. You start thinking a little bit about, 
if only we could get to the re- to the retirement age and you know then things will be better but so did you just take a picture of me <laughs> it's be real time <laughs> oh my hey we should just cruise we should just just cruise right on into the whole this- this is perfect. It's perfect. It's um, the be real ca- thing came up just to segue us into the next section. It came up on my watch, and usually I don't look like I have one kid. I'm looking at him right now, so I know he's safe. And we just Facetime the other one, so I know everybody's good. My all my little people, and so I usually don't look at my phone. But I saw the yellow triangle with the little thing. There's people who don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't right know now. what you're talking so about. So there's this app called Be Real. Okay, Rusty doesn't have it. Both of my children do. Um, But it's, you have to, within two minutes, you take a picture of what you're doing. Like, it's your front and shoots away from you, too. So, like, what you're seeing in your face. And you can only see, it does the whole world at one time. It alerts everybody and says, be real. Well, everybody that has this app. Be real right now, and you have two minutes to do it. And then you can't see everybody else's be reals until you have posted yours. And I only follow like five people. I like know. literally, it's my family. Um, that's where I see my niece's duck lips all the time. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is if you don't do it in two minutes, then you're not real. You're fake because you have to pose. Okay. Okay. So here we go. We didn't plan this, but we're moving right into this. <laughs> we, because I couldn't have planned it because Be Real is, is for random. the whole world. <laughs> okay. But I know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the point of this is because with most social media, you are posing, mm-hmm. you're putting things, you're making sure you look good mm-hmm. and where you are and what you're doing, and then you post something, and that becomes the whole comparison trap. Right. This one is supposed to be, oh well, this is this is real, life. real life. This is what. Right. I, however, I I think that that's great because there are some yeah well, but at the same time, now you can look at this and you can go, oh my gosh, if only I was doing that right well, now. Well, I mean, the first thing that popped up was my cousin, and she's got her Christmas tree up, and I was like, oh. I'm so far behind. I don't have my Christmas tree up. I am so far behind on November the, what's the date anyway? The 13th. It's one week from my birthday. I know that. You've it's caught my me. my birthday week. You've caught up. We're going to be the same age. <laughs> not um, yet, not yet. But that, I mean, that is exactly what we do in our marriage. 100%. We look at other people and think, if only... I had that job, or my husband had that job. If mm-hmm. only we had more money. If only we had, then things would be better. Yep. And that, I mean, we could not have segued that any better. Yeah, and I I do think that there's a lot of, I mean, like our oldest kid, I guess you said he does this be real thing, but he's not on No, he media. doesn't do be real. Oh, he doesn't. Did I say he did? I thought sorry, did. Just Sorry, just, oh, sorry, I did say that. But mm-hmm. I didn't because he's nodding at me. Yeah. No, our old the only social media our oldest child has is Snapchat because that's how they communicate. But that's it. He just doesn't. Yeah, and I think a part of that is is because he doesn't like mm-hmm. feeling like oh I wish I could. That's right. Uh, if only, mm-hmm. if only. 
when um, we learn things from our children. Yeah, for real. Uh, but I do, you know, going back to the whole comparison thing, um, man, that's a slippery slope. It is. And it, you become, you get to a point where you're just not content. You're not mm-hmm. happy with what you have. And you're always looking at if only, that's you right. know, if only my spouse would do this. Mm-hmm. And if only, you know we could all those things um and it's just this trap that you know like i said you could you can get to a point where you become so discontent and unhappy with where you are that you go start looking for other mm-hmm. things that's right to make you happy and to to fulfill you i we posted something this week um on social media you know the old uh Jerry Maguire, you complete me, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, that's just, that's, your your spouse can't complete you, like, you know, our post said that only God can complete you, but the pressure that you're putting on your spouse mm-hmm. to make you happy, your spouse mm-hmm. is not responsible for your happiness. It's not what they, he, he or she was designed to do. No, but how incredible is it when... You and your spouse are both working, moving towards each other, giving the attention that you that you need, and it does cause you to be happy. Like, like that's amazing. I mean, that's the that's marriage goals that's right. right there. That's right. Um, but instead, we tend to be on social media, or not just even social media, but just out and about that's and right. hear. I mean, hearing people talk. Oh, mm-hmm. well, so you know, my spouse did this, mm-hmm. or. You know, my spouse is doing has has this or gave me this or, and then you just start. Then it becomes well, my spouse isn't making me happy. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we said last week, one of the worst things that you can say is I'm not happy mm-hmm. because then it's all about you. And I mean, it, it becomes what am I getting, getting, right. getting, right? And you're not making me happy. Right. Right. And that's not their job. That's right. That's right. There's this um, girl that I follow, speaking of social media, media that I follow on Instagram. She comes up every now and then. And I, I, I honestly could not tell you her name. So I'm not just being secretive. I don't know. But what she does is she shows you real life. Like it's all about body image. Like her body image. Like she'll say this is real life. And it has like cellulite or whatever. And then she shows you. How she can pose, like do this, pull this, tuck this, do this angle, and this is how these people are getting this shot. Like this is real life. This is how I manipulated manipulated it to make it look perfect. Now she's not saying do this. She's showing you so you can see that what you see on social media 90% of the time is false Mm -hmm. or it's the angle or it's the brush up or it's the whatever. And I love it because she's just so real. Mm -hmm. And I love that um, about, I mean, I love seeing that. Okay. Now, with that being said, there are beautiful, beautiful people out there that are a size two, that that's how God made them, and that's how they are. So not everybody is ugly, and they're making themselves look pretty on social media. Same thing with marriage. Like, when you and I post a picture of us out and about, we're not faking the fact that we're happy. Right. Like, there are people, there are marriages out there that you can look at and go, 
aspire to have a marriage like that. Mm -hmm. Or there's things about their marriage. And I, I see that. I mean, people, you know, um, in our church or, you know, your mentor that you've been walking with, I love how, I love to watch how he treats his wife with just utmost respect. And I know that you do that for me as well. But I look at that and think even when we're Mm -hmm. older, like I hope that we get to be able Mm -hmm. to be like that. So it's okay to look up at people Mm -hmm. and look towards people and think God has really blessed them. And I desire to have a marriage like that. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's when you start the comparison of mine's not good enough Mm -hmm. is where we get into trouble. So that was a long way of of saying that I don't think, like, I don't want people to hear if you see somebody with a happy marriage, it's fake. Right. No, (laughs) I mean, we've had people, we've had people before that have responded, you know, to us on social media and stuff when we talked about where we were in our marriage crisis and where we are now and people will say i mean we've even had people that say that you can't like that's not true like you can't get to where you are you can't trust your spouse there's no way you can trust Mm -hmm. your spouse again when they've done what Mm -hmm. they've done you can't be that happy yeah i mean people have just flat out said that and so so i think it's a great point that you said yes i mean there are people out there that have put the effort into mm-hmm. healing, restoring, you know, even the ones that haven't had to do that, but they've put the effort in to make their marriage something that really is special. And, you know, we we say a lot, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your mm-hmm. future. I mean, there's a lot of pastors out there that use that line and it's the same for marriage. And if you surround yourself mm-hmm. with people like you were talking about that you can look up to, um, and at the same time, you're not comparing yourself mm-hmm. and saying, oh, gosh, I wish we were like them. Right. You're just looking at somebody that you can go, man, let's, you know, let's strive let's to strive do things mm-hmm. that they do. And they'll tell you they're not perfect. I, I mean, my we'll goodness. tell you we're not oh, perfect. Heavens no. <laughs> um, but it does. It just, you know, I just think that if I had to just say, okay, so how do you just avoid the if only trap? And the first the first thing and probably the main thing is is that you have to learn to be content but not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a there's this balance of yes, I am content, I am blessed, but at the same time I know that it can be better. Mm-hmm. Like it can, and but that takes effort. Yeah. It's kind of like in my relationship with the Lord, I remind myself often, I mean, I say often that I know who I am without Him. Like I know who I am without, without the Lord, and I don't like it. I don't want to go back there. Um, I, Psalm 139, where it talks about how much he loves it. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me is how he's how it starts. So, Lord, you've searched me, you know me, and yet you still love me. And and that's how like that's how I see marriage as well. Like you know me and you still choose you still choose to love me. Hmm. 
And, and, and I just love that, that, that picture of, we don't have to be perfect. Um, we don't have to give off an image that we're perfect because we're not, Mm -hmm. but yet we can give people such hope in what marriage can be like, but you have to work at it and you can't, you know, that saying the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. And then you see all the other things like the grass is greener where you water it. The grass is greener where there's a septic tank, the grass, you know, you hear, but that's true. I mean, if, if it's constantly, oh, I bet it's better over there or no wonder she's happy. Look what her husband does. They have so much money or they have, you know, whatever it is. He Mm -hmm. has a beautiful wife. No wonder he's happy. You know, all those things, whatever that comparison game is, just looking and knowing that it's not always greener somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's where you're putting in the hard work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great word. And that's a great word to end on because I do think that everybody out there can uh, put in the attention, the effort that can make your marriage better. And we say this a lot on social media, but you know, when you wake up in the morning, that day is an opportunity for your marriage to be better than it was the day before. And so as we kind of close out today, that's kind of our challenge to you is don't get stuck in the if only trap. And instead, each day when you wake up, just realize I'm going to be content, but I'm also going to strive to make my marriage today better than it was yesterday. So any last comments? Nope. You're done. All right. Great hanging out with you. We enjoyed being with you and we'll see you again next week.